0: Hello and welcome to Imagine America Radio, a service of the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing Company. My name is Bob Martin. I'm the president and CEO of Imagine America Foundation. In the last 20 years, Imagine America has provided scholarship support and tuition assistance to students attending career colleges all across this country. The purpose of this podcast is to promote technical and career education, and to inform the public of career opportunities that are not just in high demand, but essential to the American workforce. We hope you will enjoy today's podcast.
1: This episode is sponsored by Korski. Does your career school track student attendance and skills using pen and paper? If so, you may be experiencing delayed and inaccurate data, resulting in late R2-T4 calculations, tedious backtracking to verify student data, and students dropping out unexpectedly. With Korski's revolutionary mobile attendance solution, you can instantly collect student attendance in any environment, whether online, on ground, or off-site. and view data in real time through simple dashboards. CourseKey also integrates with your SIS and LMS to eliminate updating records by hand and let your instructors and admins focus on what matters most, your students. Visit coursekey.com to learn why over 200 career college campuses trust CourseKey to increase their retention, Compliance and efficiency. That's www.coursekey.com. So let's get to our next guest.
0: Hello, and welcome to the first episode in our Skill Trades Career ser- Series on Imagine America Radio. With today's focus specifically on skill trades careers, joining us today is Chase Lane, Vice President of Transformation for Stratatech Education Group and Alex DeClaire, the Director of Welding Trading. For those of you who do not know, Stratatech Education Group focuses on the acquisition, growth and development of specialized career education schools, particularly skilled trade programs designed to address this nation's growing infrastructure needs. Very important. The company's Tulsa Welding School subsidiary was founded in 1949 with campuses in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Jacksonville, Florida, and Houston, Texas. Tulsa Welding School is accredited by the Accrediting Commission of Career Schools and Colleges, or ACCSC, and is a member of the American Welding Society. Stratatech Education Group also runs the Refrigeration School, or RSI, which was founded in Phoenix, Arizona in 1965. RSI trains students in the technical services that are needed today and, the challenge, and it challenges the students to reach their highest level of academic knowledge and leadership capabilities. RSI is also accredited by ACCSC. Today we wanna to talk about specifically welding. As a leading provider of welding education, we couldn't think of anyone better to talk to than Chase and Alex at Stratatech. As we understand it, you have a brand new program called OcuWeld It sounds very extremely interesting as we've looked at it. I hope you take a minute, Lane, initially, and just explain the program a little bit to us, please.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks, uh, Bob and Lee, very much for having Alex and I. We really appreciate that, and thank you for the introduction. Uh, We're also very excited about OcuWeld. So what is OcuWeld? Well, OcuWeld is a new and innovative virtual reality welding simulator, and I think there are Kind of two really important points uh, with this that that we think makes it in particular very exciting, uh, Bob. And the first one is that this was really truly designed from the ground up by our welders, who are experts in what they do, and designed in a way to be you know aligned with our academic curriculum. So very very focused on teaching the core skills knowledge and capabilities necessary to, to be a welder, but doing that in, in virtual reality. And the second really exciting thing about this is virtual reality welding is not new in and of itself, but what is new that we're doing is bringing it to the kind of consumer market with the Oculus Quest 2 headset. So this is something that is relatively affordable, something that a lot of your listeners might be getting for the holidays here coming up soon. Um, but it's exciting because it really lets us get our software out at scale at a price point where we can serve, uh, you know, a large student population and even, even beyond that. So OcuWeld is kind of that uh, intersection of welding, virtual reality and, uh, you know, uh, student availability. And we're excited to, to roll it out shortly.
1: Yeah, you know, um, I-
2: I was struck by, and I watched the video on
1: the website and we're going to have a link to the website in the podcast notes for all the listeners to be able to go and and check it out. And I highly recommend that you do, because I think it does a really good job of explaining what this is, but the Oculus two will be, I'm sure our listeners know what it is, Uh, but there may be some that don't, what is the Oculus uh, quest?
2: Yeah that's 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 a great point Lee. So the Oculus Quest is a consumer virtual reality headset that is put out by uh Oculus which is a subsidiary of formerly Facebook now Meta and I'm sure we'll talk later about the metaverse you know and all the implications yeah. around that. Uh but really it's it's a consumer virtual reality headset. So almost think of it like 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 a cell phone. You know it's got the processing power of maybe a cell phone it's got you know, 64 or 128 gigabytes of storage. Um, and it's, it's a goggle. You put it on your face and you've got, you know, two controllers uh, that, that sit next to you um, there so that you can, you know, can control the device uh, while it's sitting on your head and, and access um, not just OcuWell, right, but a whole slew of virtual reality applications. And, and really the Oculus Quest 2 is exciting because it's going to really open up this concept of the metaverse and really, let a lot more people access virtual reality than have been able to before, because of the price point and because of uh, the the ubiquity of of the the product uh, this this season.
1: Right, and now, but if you enroll at Tulsa Welding School, you will receive the Oculus as part of your like tools package, correct?
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right. So we'll, we'll be rolling this out to students in our, at uh, our Phoenix location, RSI and the original Tulsa Welding School in Tulsa uh, in, in January of 2022. And then our larger campuses at Houston and Jacksonville will expand to those campuses kind of after that, that pilot launch probably right. in the March or April timeframe. But yes, you know, if you come and enroll at One of our programs, uh, our our intent and goal is that when you get your tools, you'll also get an Oculus uh, headset uh, loaded with OcuWeld that you can use in your your curriculum and in your learning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that higher education needs to be more technology or technologically innovative to integrate digital (laughs) into student learning resources?
2: Yeah, I, I, I unequivocally believe that it does. I was telling you a little bit about my, my background, but I, I am an educator by trade. I was uh, in the military for about 10 years, and, and for three of those years, I was a professor at the Air Force Academy, and that's really what sparked my interest. I, I was lucky enough to teach a course about technology innovation, uh, and it really opened my eyes just to the power that bringing digital and technology has with respect to educational outcomes and, and lifelong learning, and I think that that's an area that's been missing in the skilled trades a little bit, Lee and Bob. I, you know, it's it's obvious why it's missing, right? The skilled mm-hmm. trades are very hands-on, and we will always be a hands-on company with hands-on training first. But if you put yourself, you know, in in the mind of a student who is considering a, a career in the skilled trades, who's considering know an alternate path to to four-year college you know i i think a lot of times if you consider that you you often have to give up the thought of of staying technology technologically current with your education so i think that because of how important it is to this generation of students and and learners and young adults to be integrated with technology and to be at the forefront of where we're moving as a technological society I think bringing that technology into a, a format like the trades is critical. Uh, and I think it's, it's also, you know, we, don't, we don't even need to, to really touch on the whole idea of the pandemic because I'm sure your listeners are well aware of what's been going on, but you know, there's also just a necessity, uh, a, you know, a, a real necessity to figure out how we deliver training in, in an environment uh, that we've been dealing with for the last few years. So I think if you look at where we're going as a society, everything is becoming digital. You know, we have large technology companies rebranding themselves around this idea of the metaverse. COVID has accelerated this, online enrollments are skyrocketing, uh, you know, but at the same time, students are becoming less uh, attracted to the idea of four-year college, but, but more pulled in the direction of technology. So we really think that bringing tech into you know, shorter professional programs like those that are designed for the skilled trades can kind of hit both ends of that, you know. Keep us current with what the students need and want um, from a learning perspective, uh, but also make sure we're aligned with where we're going as a society, which is which is more and more digital. Uh, and you know, the trades that our students go into, the construction trades, you you will find augmented reality and virtual reality in in the construction trades today. And we want our students to be prepared as they advance in their careers to integrate and understand. How to work with uh, you know these types of technologies?
1: Yeah, I commend you. It sounds like you did a lot of research and listened to your consumer, and you understand the direction that the industry is moving in, uh, and came up with a really great program. But what do you say? You know, what do you expect the major outcomes for Accuwell to be? Um, will it address this? Will it address the skills gap and demand for skilled professionals, and why?
2: Yeah, that's, that's a great question. So when I, when I think about the skills gap and the demand for skilled professionals, I, I think about it in, in three stages. The first is you have to attract people to the skilled trades, right? That's, right. That, that's point number one. Point number two is when you get them into a skilled trades program, you have to keep them and make sure that they're, you know, well supported and able to graduate from and build those skills in the program itself. And then finally, the third aspect is the students have to be prepared for employment and the employers have to demand those skills, right? So when I think about OcuWeld and, and how it can it can help address the gap in skilled trades, I really think it addresses all three of those components. And I think the first component, getting students interested in the skilled trades, you know, we kind of just talked about that before, but I think if if you can help a student or a potential student learn the same way that they play uh, or play the same way that they learn, right? Uh, get them interested in, in, in that technology and the intersection of technology and skilled trades. I think, you know, you you could really get students excited about skilled trades in a way that that they haven't been in a long time because folks, you know, my age or, or younger have been told that the only path to success is is a four-year college. And so I think, OcuWeld and technologies like it can really change kind of the the conversation around that at the entry point. And then, you know, when we've got them on campus or in these programs, uh, I really think OcuWeld is going to go a long way to accelerating learning. And I think it really comes in, in two ways access and autonomy. You know, the first thing is access. This technology gives students the ability to weld. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. I mean, it's not a joke to say that a student could finish welding in the lab, and you know, be welding again in in a facsimile of the same lab in virtual reality on the bus ride home, right? Or on the train ride home. And and I think that access to that lab uh, is because it's going to be so much more pervasive is going to enable students who are motivated to really build those skill sets mm-hmm. and repetitions. Uh, you know, on their own time. Uh, and, and I think that leads me to the second point on autonomy. You know, if you're a student and you're struggling with a particular process or a particular uh, you know, weld position, our instructors are amazing, but our instructors are you know, one, one instructor for, for 20 students. So the instructor can't be there always to individualize that learning. But with this type of a technology, especially when it's piped into our learning management system and we have all the data our instructors and our students can really be more autonomous and more more individualistic in the way that they direct learning because there'll be so much more data and so much more access to to the lab and then on the back end of that you know like i mentioned our, our employers you know they they want they want high quality welders but they also want folks who are prepared to succeed in the future and our students want to succeed in the future and you know as they advance in their careers and become more senior I think it's very likely that that uh, they'll interact with augmented and virtual reality more and more. Uh, and so I think for those three reasons, OcuWeld is really gonna, gonna help uh, attack this gap, which is really important for our country right now.
0: You know, Chase, I, I this is Bob uh, jumping back in. I got so excited listening to you because I'm thinking, <laughs> here's what I'm thinking. Um, how long is, it's not gonna take very long for a forward-looking employer to say, I need a particular new kind of technique used, or whatever it may be. Let's develop something that we can put on world and we can give our our employees show them how to do it. Yes. And it, it becomes an ongoing in-service kind of thing. I mean, this is very, very exciting, and in particular, maybe not to the to the older employees, but as you're moving these younger younger men and women in, that are. I think it gets to their expectation, which is they're going to, once you've shown it to them and you, you know, it's like the camel. Once you, once you get the camel's no under, the, in the tent, you got the whole camel. So once you uh, show them with uh, octowell what you're talking about, it's not going to take very long until the forward-looking employers are going to say, I want to use this technology. I want to use this, what these guys have put together to show them the latest stuff because, because there's different things going on all the time. Am I right? Or am I
2: Oh yeah, I, you're, you're absolutely right. And this actually might be an area for Alex to, to jump in on because Alex has been out there. You know, Alex is actually a graduate of Tulsa Welding School as well, Bob, which is which is pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah. He's really come full circle, but Alex has spent a lot of time out in the field and has done a lot of exotic welding. And so, you know, Alex, I don't know, what, what's your opinion on this? My opinion is that employers yeah. certainly could find value in something like that.
3: No, I, I like Bob's question there. You know, you're already seeing it in the medical field in the construction field, where employers and hospitals are adapting VR and AR equipment, and they're upskilling their current employees, yeah. their their doctors, their nurses, and all that, so I don't know why we couldn't do that in welding. You know, I don't know why welder or employer welding employers could a- adapt our technology, give it to their employees, and upskill them as well. So nope. yeah, I think there's a lot of applications for it.
0: Yeah, real quickly, we we should have properly introduced you, uh, Alex. But uh, Alex, clearly, you you are a educator. You were first a student, then you were an educator, and now you're a director. Give us the benefit of that kind of continue, that flow that you've gone through, and what you see, because you're probably looking at it in different ways at different parts of the road as you're going down that road, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a great point. You know, I, I actually attended Tulsa Welding School back in 2011, so um, just about 10 years ago. So uh, I had no welding experience whatsoever. I came into Tulsa Welding School. Kind of wish a hope and with a hope and a dream to become a welder, and uh, kind of made it to the big leagues as I call it. I I worked in the oil refineries and chemical plants and power plants Uh, for about five years. I traveled around the United States, did a lot of pipe welding. Uh, I did some fabrication in Phoenix, Arizona, and then about four years ago, I became an educator with RSI, which is uh, under the umbrella of Stratatech, and I started teaching about four years ago. And honestly, you know, I, I saw a billboard that. RSI was opening up a welding school in Arizona and I, I knew I had to be a part of it. And, uh, since it opened, I've been here and I've really clicked with it. I've loved it. Uh, I'm extremely passionate about it. I, I love helping these students. I, I believe in bringing these students off the street, you know, that maybe had no experience whatsoever and then giving them a career that's going to last their whole life. And I'm living proof of that. You know, uh, I, I had no welding experience. I didn't know what I wanted to do in high school, college wasn't my route. And then I I became essentially an overnight success because of welding school. So I I try to pass that on to the students and that's really what's, what's driven my passion. Uh, and then, you know, I was lucky enough to be a part of this OcuWeld thing over a year ago. And, you know, it's amazing. Everything that's welding has done for me and Tulsa welding school. So it's, it's all because of this is the reason I'm here.
0: Yeah. You, you lead me to the next question, um, which is, you know, you, you've been a student You've been, you've been looking at schools and looking where I want to go, what I want to do. How, do you, how, are, you, how are you sensing the acceptance of this next generation of, of, of students to this, uh, accepting this technology and moving it into, the, in, into what they do?
3: You know, um, I would say before we had this technology, you know, we were doing good. We were enrolling students and all that. But I think we all saw a decline coming, you know, just because, you know, there's a skills gap shortage everywhere. And, um, people just aren't interested in the trades like they used to be. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I mean, that, that's the honest answer, but I feel with this new technology that we're going to capture so many people, you know, I, I think welding is probably not on the radar of a lot of high school students, but who's to say they put on an Weld headset, they play with the VR system and then boom, now they want to become a welder. Yeah. I, I truly believe that's going to happen a lot. I think we're gonna have a lot of cases where, we're going to change a lot of minds because of this VR system.
0: Yeah. You know, another interesting thing, and Chase talked about a little bit earlier. All your trends are going your direction, which is, you know, if, if the Congress gets this act together and actually does something with, with infrastructure and it's meaningful, what's that going to mean for your, for your, for, for welders? I mean, you don't have to go very far to see those people the the op- and you don't also don't have to go very far to see how many of them are changing. They're, they gotta be, they're getting older. They're moving out. You got these younger generation coming in. I mean, yeah. what do you think from an educator standpoint, what do you think is the best part, the best part of Acuwall? What do you think when you look back at it?
3: Uh, I mean, Chase brought up a lot of good points, but I think just enhancing that, that learning ability, you know, hopefully making that learning curve of welding a lot quicker. Uh, the biggest thing with welding is, is learning that muscle memory you know, um, just getting, getting time under the hood, positioning your body welding over and over and over. And when we started developing OcuWeld, that was our main focus. And we kept that focus all the way through of how do we replicate that muscle memory? You know, how do we make this feel like real life? And we kept that our main focus. And, uh, I mean, we walked away with a golden ticket, really. Um, every weld that you practice in OcuWeld, you, you feel like you're actually welding. You have to position your arms and your body just like you would be in the lab. And that's how this is really going to set ourselves apart and make our students so much more successful a lot quicker.
1: Yeah, I just want to piggyback off of that. I mean, what we're talking about here is supplemental to the in-person welding experience. But yeah. for something like welding, it's kind of hard to do homework, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you have to have a lot of stuff to be able to weld at your house, but now maybe not. You know, you got a virtual reality uh, situation where, like you said, Alex, you're going to learn the muscle memory part of welding, which is the important uh, aspect, or is an a important uh, a important aspect of that that you'll get practice at home, yeah. which is a first. You know, I mean, unless you have uh, the no, welding. No, I, I think
3: you're absolutely right. You know, I I go back to my my welding days when I was learning how to weld and. You know, I was working a job, I could only go to welding school five hours a day, but I knew yeah. I needed more time. Um, so if I had this tool at my, you know, um, leisure, where I could go home and practice even more, say I was struggling with a weld at school, and I, you know, I had to wait a whole nother day to go back and practice, heck, I could go home that night and practice that weld at home, you know, without, yeah. without needing a $5,000 machine, without needing $1,000 in consumables and gas and electric, I literally just go home. Sit on the couch at the dinner table and practice what I was doing at
1: school.
0: Game changer. And then, and 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 then, Alex, your employer says, "Hey, uh, I got this new job at at, at a, a higher pay grade. You got to have this particular skill." I'm envisioning they go back; they can go back in the comfort of their own home and practice what whatever that new skill is and get qualified for that that new job and that new pay grade. I'm am I right or am I wrong? No,
3: you're absolutely right. And I'm going to bring up a couple benefits of Tulsa Welding School. The first one being. Even after a student graduates our school, they can come back to any of our campuses anytime and practice welding for yeah. free. But they will also be getting an Oculus like we talked about that is theirs to keep forever and ever. So if they graduate and they have this thing 2 or 3 years down the road and they need to upskill for a job they want to go weld test for, well here's an Oculus. You know, go yeah. practice that weld and maybe that'll help you get a job. That's very
0: yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I got to tell you as, as someone who who knows knows your schools and have been around you a lot. I, I, I'm always impressed. I mean, I when I went back to your school in Tulsa, I met multi-generation of students. Yeah. I met fathers and sons. I even saw, yeah. I, I remember vividly, Father. a mother and yeah. a son in, in, in Bays learning, going through the same welding program. I mean, you, you have a very, so cool. very long and proud tradition, and I'm so glad that you're out on the edge. You, you are on the edge on this thing. You know that, but but it's, it's very, very exciting. It is. Yeah, And yeah, you know, The really welding
3: school's been around for so long, and like you said, all the generations going through, I mean, we've proven ourselves as a welding school, and I think uh, this is going to be our next thing that we show the world Very what cool.
0: we can do. Hey, Chase, so before Lee and I uh, uh, wrap this thing up, is there anything you want to you want to uh, add to, to for the listeners or w, your WWWs or yeah. your phone numbers? Yeah, or yeah. Like let me go
2: ahead and, and add that in, Bob and Lee. Thank you. And and again, this has been such a pleasure and really, really nice to speak with you two. And yeah. and uh, absolutely, we want folks to learn more about this. I would say the easiest WWW is just OcuWeld.com. That's O-C-U-W-E-L-D.com uh, or Stratatech.com slash OcuWeld. Um, or you could just Google Acu Weld, and it's probably the first result. I don't know how many AccuWeld yeah, there are these days.
1: Yeah, I just Google. Um,
2: yeah, but please go ahead and check that out. And there's more information on there. There's videos. And then, uh, like we said, you know, this will be rolled out at our Tulsa and Phoenix campuses in uh, kind of the third week of January. So uh, it'll be in the hands of students very soon.
0: Hey, we if, just let us know if there's anything that we can do to help you. We We would love to. We would love to be part of any way that would make sense for your rollout. And I just want to thank you. This has been a very exciting edition of, of Imagine America Radio, and it kicks off, as I told you before, our skill trades a month that we're having, and I think it kicks it off in a very positive and very forward-looking way. I want to thank our, our two guests from from Tulsa Welding School, Tra- Stratatech, and I also want to thank my, my, my co-host here, uh, Lee Doubleday. Uh, we hope that all of you have a great a great day, and if you need anything, need to know anything more about welding, weld or Stratacheck, please come to Imagine America and or check Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Imagine America Radio. We hope you found it informative. For more information about future episodes and the Imagine America Foundation, you can go to our website, imagine-america.org forward slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts and to get information on the many programs offered by the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing. Please subscribe today so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. For now, thank you very much for joining us and best wishes.